0: The Lord be with you. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Amen. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time, the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, while it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being. Because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones, who call out to him day and night. Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, in St. Paul's letter to Timothy, he says to him, Remain faithful to what you have learned and believed, because you know from whom you learned it. And it's an exhortation that Paul gives to Timothy that we all should find some consolation in, because it implies the fact that even Timothy, who was with St. Paul, who was appointed bishop, also struggled with remaining faithful. Or maybe struggled with discouragement. Or maybe sometimes he wondered, am I really doing any good? Or maybe sometimes he wondered, are my prayers even being heard? All things that we experience in our own lives. I don't want to say frequently, but sometimes frequently. At least every so often. Remain faithful to what you have learned and believed because you know from whom you learned it. Because you know the person from whom You learned it because you know that Christ is faithful. And it's an exhortation to continue to return to the Lord and to trust that he is with us, that he walks with us every day, that he cares deeply for each and every one of us. And Jesus himself instructs his disciples about the necessity to pray always without becoming weary. Using this example of the persistent widow who goes to the Lord again and again, and again or goes to the judge again and again and again and again. And again. And his response is, because this widow keeps bothering me, I'll render a just decision for her. And so we too are called to continue to go to the Lord again and again and again and again. And so one of the questions we might reflect on is, What is it that I continue to go to the Lord with? What is the petition that I continue to go to the Lord with? There are some who continue, they pray every single day for maybe a friend or a family member who's left the church. There are others who continue to go to the Lord every single day to pray for a friend or a family member who is suffering from an illness. But one of the most important things we should go to the Lord with every single day is to pray for our own holiness. to continue to ask him every single day to make us holy, to purify our own hearts, to transform our own lives, to grant us the grace to surrender to him completely to pray for the grace to have the joy that comes from belonging to him completely. And there is this temptation to become weary and the first reading also gives us some consolation in that because Moses himself becomes weary in the first reading. As he sends Joshua out to fight Amalek in battle. And as long as Moses is interceding for him, things go well. And there's a lesson to be learned in that too, because after a while, Moses can't keep his hands raised anymore, and he needs Aaron and her to help him to intercede. And so one of the tools we have are one of the I want to say one of the important aspects of protecting against becoming weary is the community that we have in prayer together. that we also need other people interceding for us. And so with those most important petitions that we bring to our Lord every single day, who are our Aaron and our Her in our life? Who are the people we ask to partner with us in interceding? or to pray for us that we don't become weary. So what we learn from that first reading is that our faith life isn't something that's meant to be lived alone. It's not something that's meant to be lived in isolation but that each of us needs a community to continue to walk with us, to accompany us, to pray with us, especially in those most difficult things. And we shouldn't be afraid of that. Sometimes we can carry these lies like well if I need a community to pray with me that means that there must be something wrong with my prayer which just isn't true like we all need other people to pray for us and to pray with us and to walk with us otherwise Jesus wouldn't have formed a small community of his disciples we all need people to walk with us and to remember the fact that our Lord is faithful to His promises. You know, in a very small way, this weekend I got to be part of a wedding, and... and this was the most sort of low-drama wedding that I've been a part of ever. So, like, the couple was really young, they just wanted to be married, They didn't want to do any of the, like, things that maybe sometimes frustrate priests. They didn't want to do any of that. Do you want me to announce you after the wedding? No. We just want to go in peace. (laughs) And they had a simple reception, um, which they had planned for the last year, to be outside at their family's house. And, uh, and everybody was like, uh, you're planning a wedding reception outside in late October in Nebraska. And so they had convents of religious sisters praying for them. <laughs> and yesterday rolls around and it says beautiful day, the sun, like seasonally beautiful day. There's no wind. And they just had a beautiful day. You know, afterwards, I wanted to say to one of the family members, I don't want to ever hear you say to me or Jesus doesn't listen to you. But rightly, they did attribute that to this like convent of religious sisters that was praying for them and all their friends that were praying for them and everybody who was kind of a doubter praying for them. And it's not magic, but but it gives evidence to the fact that we need other people in our lives to pray with us for those intentions. And if our Lord's faithful in that kind of a thing, he'll also be faithful in the bigger things. He'll also be faithful in the bigger things. And so today, let us pray that we grow in our own spirit of prayer. that we remain faithful in going to our Lord every single day. That we not be afraid of praying for our own sanctity, our own holiness, our own conversion. And that our Lord reveal to us who those people are in our lives that he desires us to partner with as intercessors for them who he's sending us to be intercessors for ourselves that together we may continue to grow in holiness and transformation and truly become a sign of hope in the midst of the culture that we live